Hey, Elsie, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Whoa, I can. Are you serious? It's working? Holy shit. Shut up. <laughs> it's a miracle. So did it just tell you that we were going live when you were in the app? Uh, well, first of all, the time was wrong and it wouldn't let me click on anything. And then all of a sudden it just like blooped me in there. Huh? Well, I did just go live. So maybe that's when it blooped you in. I guess. Yeah, and I didn't even give me time to like get my podcast voice on. I just had to <laughs> fake it when I heard you. I was like so excited that you could hear me too. I was getting ready to um, complain because <laughs> I well, didn't think you're I didn't not allowed to complain. Oh, that's right. Days. When does that start? I mean, we only have 18 days to the show as of yesterday when we got oh. the challenge. So, oh, so I guess uh, no complaining from now until showtime. Exactly. So I went to type in Facebook, but instead I typed in February. So <laughs> we're changing the name of Facebook. Yeah. So good morning, Elsie. Morning. Uh, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. I went to a monster truck show and jungle gyms with my nephew and son. How about you? Um, it was so much fun. I went to dinner with Brian and his wife, Joy. Oh, wait. Duolingo, Brian? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I went to dinner with the two of them and Mark, obviously. Well, maybe it's not obvious, but it should be. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> And uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sharing this link on Facebook. That's why it's, I'm trying to multitask. So we did that. And we also went to the ballet last night. And that was the first time I'd ever been to a ballet. Whoa. And Mark took me out for ramen before the show. And we split a bottle of sake. And that was the first time I had drank sake in over 20 years because... The first time I drank it, I thought that it tasted like warm rubbing alcohol. And I just wasn't a fan anymore, you know? I mean, you're not wrong about the taste. Yeah, it's uh, pretty gross. So, <laughs> All right, I'm just going to post one more time so that I can let everybody on the siren soapbox facebook page know that we're going live how's that sound i mean technically we already are live but yeah i mean yeah technically so we should probably schedule a post to just go live when we go live that's an excellent idea <laughs> I'm slightly concerned about my coffee oh no are you going to complain? Well, I'm not going to complain. It was just, it was a weird TikTok that I saw that, mm. you know, like when you put your creamer in your coffee, it does this beautiful like bloom thing. Mm, yeah. Well, people in Ohio are noticing that the creamer just sinks to the bottom and doesn't do that anymore. And they think it's because all the contaminants from the spill and my creamer didn't do that this morning. 
Well, I think that we have the best water treatment facility in the country and I'm not, I'm just not going to be concerned about it just yet. They've been monitoring it and they've been testing it and they have shut off all of the intakes from the Ohio river. So I'm just gonna want you to believe I know. (laughs) Well, this is our positivity (laughs) pop-up. Wait, this isn't a conspiracy theory hour? No, but we should start one. I'm so down for that, Elsie. Let's we'll start a conspiracy theory channel or spinoff. Maybe we'll put it behind a paywall on Patreon and you and I can get on here once a week and talk conspiracy theories. How's that sound? I would absolutely love that. All right. I'm in. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> we but, need a catchy name. I'm sorry. What was that? We need a catchy name. Uh, Yeah, we do. And we're going to come up with one. All right. I'm making all kinds of gross mouth noises. That's the bad part about being live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enough banter. Welcome to this week's Positivity Pop-Up. I'm Siren Murr. Mine is the Red Tail. Hi, I'm Siren Elsie. I am the Aqua Tail. And we're here to bring you some good news stories to get your week started on a positive note. This is your weekly reminder that there is so much good in the world. So this week, my friend Nicole sent me, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a reel. She's always sending me the um, funniest, sweetest reels or TikToks. And this one was, she said, it said something like, this is what happens when you just try to remove the shit from your life. It's messy. So this woman had this like clear glass full of water and she put some soil in it. And uh, she's like, just trying to scoop the soil out. And she's like, you're taking all this good stuff with it, you know, and it's not really getting any better. It just is still dirty water. So then she took a pitcher of water and just started pouring it in and it was overflowing and it was cleansing and all of the grossness was leaving. And her, the moral of the story was, you just got to keep putting more good stuff in. So that's what we're doing here. We're uh, helping you add some more good stuff so you can get rid of all the bullshit that life throws at you every day. <laughs> I like the way that is. Yeah. All right. So to kick off our week, we have a story A story A story We have a story about a young man named Sergio Peralta. He was born with a right hand that didn't fully form, and he's 15 years old now, and he's just started at a new high school this year, which is hard enough, and he didn't want to be different. Nobody wants to be different, Um, but an engineering teacher talked to his class one day. He was like, what do you guys think about helping this kid out? Maybe we can create a prosthetic hand, and they created a robotic prosthetic hand for this young man and he can now and he's right-handed so his dominant hand didn't fully form but now he can like he can catch a ball with this robotic hand that his height his classmates made for him how cool is that that's pretty awesome yeah so that's at a school in tennessee and obviously we'll share the links with all of you guys again 
The next story is about, it's a free thank you card program. All right. So first of all, I have already signed up to get some of these free thank you cards. And I think we should make this a challenge for the Siren Soapbox. Maybe it's a stretch challenge. It's pretty easy though. So there's this organization in, where are they? I think they're in Florida. It's called the Santoro Educational Life Skills Program. It's, it's SELF for short. And it was founded by a guy named Joe Santoro. Um, they provide educational resources and programs to children and teenagers. And they, you know, it sort of sets them up with the necessary skills they need to thrive. And one of the initiatives that they have is a thank you card program. So they'll send you however many thank you cards you want. I think I ordered like 25. And they're just the size of a business card. And the idea is that you just hand them out to people when you notice them doing something positive. So it's a way to spread kindness and gratitude. How do they make money? Like how? Well, they're not. So I think that they're getting um, donations. Wow. There might be like a printer that's donating, something like that. But they have a backlog right now. After this story came out in Nice News. And they are behind on getting their thank you cards out, they said. Huh. But the thank you card, it's kind of cool. It's like a blue and yellow card. And there are three things listed, positive attitude, being kind, and good work ethic. And you can just like, I guess the idea is you just like check one and hand it to somebody like, hey, I noticed you uh, doing this thing. And I want you to know that I noticed it. And thank you. That's super nice. Yeah, I think that would make my day if somebody gave me a card like that. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking the sirens could um, each order some, maybe when they're when they slow down a little bit. Yeah, right. Um, we're booked all the way out to August right now, anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> that is true. We have something to carry through August. We're already in the habit. Yeah, that's right. All right. Can you hear me? Okay. I accidentally turned down my uh, mic. You got louder. Whoa. Am I too loud? Um, almost. Yeah. What about that? Is that better? I think that's better. Yeah. All right. Let me know if I'm too loud because now I know how to adjust my volume. I wonder if that's what happened last week and I'm an idiot. Well, it's like a little, it's almost on the brink of like it being way too loud where it's affecting the sound if that makes sense what about this is that better i think so all right i mean i can come down if i need to it's gonna be like two weeks ago when it sounded fine on the live but then when i go to process it i'm super quiet yeah i still can't explain that yeah that's all right not <laughs> complaining being positive. It's a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elsie, did you know that yesterday, if obviously, if you're listening to this on Monday, it will not be yesterday, but on Saturday, February 18th, yesterday, was Random Acts of Kindness Day. I had no idea. Yeah, neither did I until I did some uh, searchy searches for some positive stuff. Man, it is fun to look up positive news stories, by the way. Is it hard or is there a, an abundance? Um, it was harder this week than it was last week. So I'm curious to see how that, if it like ebbs and flows that way. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, you know? Yeah. All right. So, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I don't know. This is your show. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought you, I thought I interrupted you talking. I don't remember. I haven't had enough coffee yet. Well, girl, you sit back and take a drink while I walk through this article. Okay. So this was another article from Nice News, and they provided you with 17 kind acts to extend to those around you by Julia Diddy. So she just came up with 17 different ways that you can brighten someone's day, like put a few simple words on a small piece of paper and hand it to someone on a post-it note. Or pay for someone's coffee at a drive-thru. Have you ever had someone pay for your coffee? Yeah, I've been in one of those lines before. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about them because... I don't know. Is everybody, like, buying the coffee behind them just to... Just to like, do they feel obligated? Um... I think some people do feel obligated, but I have heard, and this is not very positive, I've heard oh, that gosh. it's a lot more work on the employees. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. All right. Well, you could start a meal train. You could offer to bring in your neighbor's trash bins. Um, sending, send an uplifting text or voicemail or send a letter to someone who may be experiencing loneliness. So that reminded me of episode 109, Project Inspiration. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of fun. In fact, I um, almost, I didn't quite do it. So this isn't a great story, but I almost wrote, sat down and wrote a letter the other day. The only reason I didn't is because I got distracted by something else. But yeah, I'm going to, my goal this week is going to be to send out five notes of positive sayings to five random people this week nice. in honor of a uh, random acts of kindness day. Here's a good one. Strike up a conversation with a stranger. Is that hard for you? It depends. I mean, some people are more willing to talk than others. Yeah, that's true. My mom would talk to literally anyone. She didn't care. Aw. Yeah, it was, she was, you know, when you're little, you get, or even when you're in your 40s, you get annoyed with it. And then one day you're like, oh, I wish I had that to be annoyed at again. <laughs> Um, oh, look, on the list is use one of these free thank you cards from the Santoro Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So there's a 17 of them. We just touched on a few. You can check out the article and uh, do something randomly kind for someone you know or don't know. Do it for a stranger. That's what they say. Ooh, I wonder if the thank you card company has received a thank you card. Oh. Oh. They need thanks, too. They sure do. Yeah, they do. All right. Let's see. This next story is an 85-year Harvard study, Elsie. 
That's a long study. It's a long freaking study. So they found the number one thing that makes us happy in life that helps us live longer. Can you guess what it is? Family. Oh, I mean, basically it's social fitness. So relationships, positive, healthy relationships have a positive effect on our physical being. And I would imagine that negative, like toxic relationships have the same adverse effect. So. I have a comment, but I'll save it for conspiracy theory hour. Oh my God. When are we doing this? I don't Dude, know. <laughs> we need to do this. All right. We'll, we'll seriously plan that. Okay. So in this, in this article from CNBC, they mention that there are seven keystones of support. So safety and security is the first one. Then learning and growth. Number three is emotional closeness and confiding. Number four, identity affirmation and shared experience. Number five, romantic intimacy. Number six, help, both informational and practical. And number seven is fun and relaxation. So they also provide you with like this um, chart so you can map out your most, what you deem to be your most important relationships and you can kind of see where they fall in those seven categories. So this is kind of a cool article to help you take stock of the people you have around you. Cool. Yeah. And I um, am a firm believer in boundaries and uh, surrounding yourself with positive, happy, loving people. That's important. Life's too short to be around people that don't fill your cup with happiness. Yeah. Yeah, to get all that bad stuff out, right? Exactly. We need more of the good stuff. So take stock of those relationships, people. It's important. Mm -hmm. Okay, so last week was Valentine's Day. Do you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? Um, We do, but not really this year because... Mm. You remember how last Sunday started? That's kind of how my whole week was. And oh. I had a complete mental break on Wednesday. Oh, I'll see. It was it was a bit frustrating. But I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Because today is a wonderful day so far. <laughs> <laughs> today is such a good day so far. I mean, we are literally right on time. What? Heck yeah. <laughs> So Mark and I, he surprised me with dinner. I knew we were going to dinner. I just didn't know where. And we went to a little, I guess it was a steakhouse. It's a little restaurant out in Aurora, Indiana called Third and Main Restaurant. And he got an Australian Wagyu steak. And I got some seafood pasta. I know that you guys don't believe in eating sea creatures, but I do. And it was delicious. Yeah. So it sounds lovely. It was. It was really nice. And there was a little family there. They were in their, the couple was in their 20s and they had like a six month old baby with them. 
and this little baby was fussy and I was just happy to see them out celebrating Valentine's Day. They weren't going to let the fact that they just had a baby stop them. <laughs> I mean, you still got to live. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, on Valentine's Day at a courtroom in Marion County, Oregon, you can hear this fan on my laptop. Um, a judge in Marion County, Oregon, he transforms this courtroom into a little wedding chapel on Valentine's Day. So I guess they like advertise it as a, uh, hold on, I'm going to, I'm going to open up the link. Oh, it's already open. So they advertise it as like a day of love or something like that. And they, they like, they hang paper flower bouquets on the end of each of the benches in the court, in the courtroom. They have an arch over the judge's bench that it's made out of like heart-shaped balloons and flowers. And they give all of the um, men a boutonniere and they give all of the ladies a little bouquet. And he's just like, tries to get as many people as he can into the courthouse and perform their wedding on that day. How fun is that? Where is this? And do Sarah and Bill know about it? LC, <gasps> that is a great point. So I am going to just send this to them right now. Can you hear the fan on my laptop? A little bit. Yeah. See, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So link in the chat. So you can uh, maybe send her an explanation or I will after we're done with this recording. But there we go. Yeah, so they have to get married there and they don't charge anything extra for it. It's just whatever a normal wedding cost at the courthouse. But this judge was inspired to um, host weddings. Like he does it one day. Obviously, he'll marry you any day of the year. But this one day a year on Valentine's Day, he decorates the courtroom and tries to make it a really like fun experience and make make it a little more memorable for me, somebody for couples who maybe can't afford an elaborate wedding so it's a little more it's still a courthouse wedding but it's just a little dressier anyone's a divorce judge hmm. i bet you there is more business Got you. I'm sorry no, I know it's not today but i will tell you that divorce is not as easy as marriage so there's that, there's that in, in my personal experience. Oh, like the process. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You can't just go get a freaking license to divorce somebody. Isn't that well, stupid? No, I'm wondering <laughs> if, I mean, it is, but maybe trying to be like, whoa, are you guys sure before you do this? Yeah, but that's what they should do before you get married too. Whoa. Are you sure? That's a good point. I mean, I guess like the Catholic church does try to do that. Yeah. So. Jake and I took a quiz, and we are not compatible. <laughs> Obviously. That's what it said, but um, opposites attract. Right. Now I'm wondering if the judge is like, let's marry as many people as possible so he can then divorce people later. <laughs> oh, I bet you they're, uh, they, I wonder if they are the same person. I don't know. Because no. I feel like any judge can perform a wedding. But well, not not any judge. Wedding, right? I'm sorry. What was that? Aren't you? Um, a, a, oh yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm an ordained minister. I yes, I can marry people. 
you should start that too. Yeah. Next, next year. Yeah, and be like too. day of love. I'm going to marry as many couples that want to get married on Valentine's day in my backyard. Whoa. Whoa. All right. So I thought it was fun last week to tell jokes. So I have some dad jokes for you. Oh, cool. I just pulled up some trivia too. Oh, sweet. All right. Elsie. What did they call George Washington's false teeth? Oh, it's got to be something with wood. Hmm. You think so, huh? I do, but I, now I'm wrong. <laughs> now I'm wrong. Presidentures. Oh. What, <laughs> <laughs> what does the Statue of Liberty stand for? Uh, freedom. It can't sit down. <laughs> I know. All right, hold on. What did George Washington say to his men before crossing the Delaware? Hold on to your butts. Close. Get in the boat. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. All right. Let's do some trivia. Tell me some trivia. Okay. So it is, since it was Random Acts of Kindness Day, these are random acts of kindness fast facts. Okay. Five acts of kindness in a week will increase your happiness for up to how many months? Wait, just like one time? Five acts of kindness. Oh. In, um, one, week. in one week. I'm going to go with two months. Close. For three months. You know, that's what my gut said, but I was like, oh, that's a long time to feel happy after doing five good things. But yeah, mm -hmm. well, shit, I'm going to, I'm set for life then. Hell now yeah. I know the secret. All right. True or false? Can kindness be taught? True. That is true. A University of Wisconsin researcher discovered that it's kind of like weight training and that people can actually build their compassion muscle over time. That is interesting because I, I have an experience with someone who has a traumatic brain injury and they are really struggling with that empathy piece right now. And, you know, everyone's kind of wondering if it can be retaught. So that's good to know. Yeah, there's hope. All right. Helping others protects overall health how many times as much as an aspirin protects against heart disease? Wow. Four times? Little high. Twice as much? Twice as much. That is interesting. All right. So, so repeat that again. So helping others protects overall health twice as much as aspirin protects against heart disease. Wow. And then last question, people okay. 55 and older who volunteer for two or more organizations have an impressive blank percentage likelihood lower of dying or lower likelihood of dying. 32%. Wow, that was really close. You're getting better at your trivia. 44%. <laughs> How much? 44. Wow. 
So if you're 55 and older, get out there and volunteer for two or more organizations. Yeah, or what I'm just be big, big volunteer organization with these statistics. Right. It, yeah, it was like um, the study was put on by. I don't know, some foundation that requires volunteers. My mind went totally blank. <laughs> but I will send you that link in the chitty chitty chat chat. chat. Yeah, so the people can look at it too. It's not really a quiz, but it was fast facts that it turned into a quiz. Okay. All right. Well, I have one last recommendation before closing out today's show. It, well, you know, it's President's Day tomorrow on Monday, which is why I did President's Day dad jokes. <laughs> but February is also Black History Month. So I wanted to close out today's episode of po the Positivity Pop-Up by recommending an episode of Criminal. It's episode number 142, and it's about a man named Robert Smalls. He was the first black man to command a ship in the U.S. Navy. Wow. Yeah. So do you know, have you ever listened to Criminal? Um, I feel like I have before, yes. So Phoebe Judge tells these stories, and they're all about some sort of illegal act. It, it doesn't really matter if, the, if it was, like, really a good thing. Like, in this case, this guy, the, the first the ship that he commanded was a ship that he stole from the Confederate army. So he was forced to work on this ship as a slave in the Confederate, you know, for a Confederate troop and him and some of his fellow uh, black workers on this boat decided that they were going to steal the boat and he impersonated the captain and they, made it up north and surrendered and uh it was the start of a lot of really good things for black people in this country so but you should listen to his great i think it's his great great grandson who tells the story to phoebe so it's a it's a really interesting story and i just recommend everyone listen to it that like, sounds fascinating and i also want him on our podcast uh yeah i know we'll have to figure out a way to get him on that's right and i also i think there's a nicer term than stole when it's a boat. He, I think he commandeered the boat. Commandeered the boat. Yes. Yes. I like it. Either it's way. It, a little better. <laughs> either way, it was illegal. And he was like, fuck you. I'll show you illegal, buddy. Yeah. And then the, the uh, union. Yeah. The union army was like, way to go stealing that boat. Now you can, it's yours, buddy. You can command that ship. Good job. <laughs> Commandeered it. Those are the rules, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening today. And we'll put all the links to all of the articles that we cover today in the description of this episode when we publish it. And Elsie and I will work out when we're going to start the conspiracy theory spinoff. So <laughs> more to come on that. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. <laughs>